fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Roundtable. My name is Scott Schweitzer, and I don't even know who the hell this person is <laughs> on the screen with me. Hi. Um, it's been a minute. Right? Hi. So how are you? I'm good. Nice to be back. Yeah. Good to have you back. What's been going on? <sighs> not much, right? No, no, not at all. We're launching new shows. We're getting ready for the games. We're putting together a documentary. We're doing like all kinds of stuff. I love it. You guys are crushing it. So, Corey, uh, I'm going to answer your question. Uh, oh, wow. I have a wrench. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's been a minute since I went into the admin screen and made sure that our loyal listeners, uh, who we trust to monitor our chats, um, get a wrench. And so I went through and updated that list, removed some people, added some people. And you were one of the lucky few, Corey, that we trust to monitor our chat. Yep. So didn't even ask your permission, just gave you the wrench. Shut down the trolls for us. There you go. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, Lex, you should have a wrench. <laughs> can we can we say hi to this creature for a second? We can. We can. This is Leia. She's crazy. But look how cute Princess she is. Princess Leia. Yes. She's a sheep-a-doodle. I like to call mm -hmm. her a crack-a-doodle because she's crazy. This is my yeah. stepdaughter. Very nice. <laughs> okay. Okay. Goodbye. Thank you. So, uh, so yeah, Lex, Lex is crying cause she made it into the wrench club. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Lex's doodles are the best. Um, and she should know since she has a couple of them. They have a few. Yep. We should talk about grooming. I groomed this one the other day, shaved her down and gave her a pretty little hairstyle. It was pretty fun. I don't know if Lex and uh, Carolyn do that or not on their own, but getting her groomed is a pain and it's really expensive. So you actually styled the doodle hair? Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's, she's looks gorgeous. We shaved her down and then she's got, <clears throat> so she's got fluffy paws. Look at these fluffy paws. They're the cutest. We left them fluffy. And then she has this little thing on her tail. I left her with like a little floof on the back of her tail. So I'm sure Charlie's thinking the same thing. Is this, is this a new profession that we're, I mean, we're going down? I've always said I would like to put a grooming studio in the gym. I think that would be so cool. I have all that room in the lobby that's just sitting there. And when I was trying to get bumper groomed, um, my golden retriever, it was like nobody was taking new dogs or they were booking out like eight months out. And I thought, well, maybe I could like get some people to do it at the gym. So we'll see. I don't know. Maybe. I'm pretty so, good at it. I don't know like how how bougie I am. My wife set this up, but we have a groomer that comes to the house. 
Okay, nice. Um, and so it's one of those big, like, mobile grooming trucks. Yep. And so she comes to the door. She grabs Walter. They go off to the truck for an hour. Walter comes back all shampooed, nice, smelling cool. Yeah. And uh, with a nice haircut. So I did that with Bumper one time at my house. And he was, like, petrified to go into the van with the guy. Like, the guy was giving weird vibes. And then I felt so guilty the whole time he was in there because I couldn't see what was happening. And I was wondering, like... I wonder if he's not behaving, if he's not being treated very well. Because it's not like you've got the window pane at the PetSmart where you can see exactly who how, how your dog's being treated, which one time Bumper was not treated well there, and I never took him back again. The lady was like kind of like smacking him and stuff for doing nothing. So I don't know. I think I'd rather do it myself. Yeah, Walter gets excited for this groomer. So that's good. They, they must have formed a good relationship. Good vibes. He, yeah. yeah. As soon as she comes to the door, he's all excited and ready to go. Okay. Well, that's good. So, so uh, Charlie, what do you do with your dog? Listen, Nothing. he bathes himself. <laughs> it's like a cat. It's like a cat. You don't bathe. It's like it's like the kids. It's just every now and then we'll just throw some water on you and keep moving. Love it. Yeah, yeah my I dogs, just... I haven't, we haven't bathed Dash in years i don't think the last time was when he got skunked maybe four or five years ago he hasn't had a bath since then or, or needed it really thank goodness uh walter's never been skunked <laughs> so worst yeah that happened to my neighbors and it's awful yeah our previous dog got skunked and it was it just was the worst well did i tell you guys about the time when my dogs got skunked we have a dog door that goes in and out of the house and I was gone all day. No one was home. And the dogs got skunked. They came inside. They slept on the couch. They slept on the bed. They went through the house. They did their thing. They went out. They got skunked again. They came back in. So when I got to the house, I was ready to burn it down. Like it smelled so bad. Every single piece of fabric in that house had skunk smell on it. It was the worst. Yeah, reason 5,000 not to get a doggy door. Seriously, it was awful. I got a story similar to that. When we I were think. at a neighbor's house. There's three neighbors that are kind of in a cluster. And we were watching, I want to say maybe it was the Super Bowl. I can't remember what it was. But I went back to my house and I saw one neighbor left their dog out. So I just went in and opened the door so he could go in the house. Later, come find out he had gotten sprayed. So I just let I let the skunk spray dog into their house. So they got home and they were like, "What is that smell?" And find out it was the their dog. And I was like, "Ooh, oops!" Trying to be trying to do something nice. Trying to be nice. Not so much. The the worst part of that story was how we got rid of the skunk because it wouldn't leave the yard, and we called our neighbor who had um, a firearm, and he wouldn't shoot it. And so the skunk may have met its demise via dumbbell. Dumbbell? <laughs> How'd you? That sounds like a terrible idea. I know. You're definitely getting sprayed. Well, how did you get close enough? I don't That's know. Like... I didn't do it. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> wow. That, that Apparently, it took, it took two some... attempts. It took two attempts. I was mortified. I mean, I know there's workouts that kill me with a dumbbell, but yeah, it was way really different. Bad. I 
you guys know I'm like the biggest animal lover, but it wasn't <laughs> for lack of trying many other options like calling wildlife rescue. Nobody would, nobody would help us. So yeah, that happened. I regret it. Wow. <laughs> well, something wild happened to me yesterday. Um, I went, uh, the UPS guy came and there was a package and it was from Tier Wadapalooza. Hmm. And I was like, huh, that's really odd. <laughs> and some of you may know this, but so I opened the box and in it is this wooden box. It says celebrate um, coast to coast. And when you open it. it up, whoop, sticker fell out. There are two tickets to the new tier event, uh, Wadapalooza in uh, California. Awesome. And so there are the tickets. That's legit, Scott. And there's like uh, that stuff. And then uh, the, I'm really doing this backwards and mirrored. Um, <laughs> and tier sunglasses. Nice. Isn't that cool? So that is their way. It also had this like cool sticker of this like cruising van. They must not have had my address, I guess, huh? So um, they announced that they are adding an event to the schedule in the off season. There will be a Wadapalooza, California, and there will be a Wadapalooza, Miami. And it will be held in September in California, Huntington Beach, on the beach. Um, which is about 50 miles south of LAX. Um, and what I'll do is I'm going to share my screen because they have posted uh, a video. Oh, I think I saw this on Dylan's Instagram. It, this, yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's play the music. Sure. Yeah, that'll get us demonetized. So we'll just stop that right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was less than seven seconds, I think. We don't own the rights. Yeah. So anyway, Huntington Beach, big pier, uh, beautiful area. There's like staggered seating just off the beach. So it's like made for nice. uh, uh, like a beach event. So I hope it's going to be all on the beach. That will be freaking awesome. But I'm cool. um, super excited for that and love that uh, Loud and Live is expanding. Mm -hmm. So another opportunity for the West Coasters to catch that Wadapalooza vibe. Now, this, is gonna, this isn't going to be this September, right? It's 24, 24, I believe. Okay, right. So like not, but so next year, right on the heels of the CrossFit Games. Pretty much. Yep, it's like a month later. Uh, it's, it's a full two months. Full two is it, months. Is it October? September. Uh, it's the very end of September. Okay. Okay. So September 20th, 22nd through 22nd, okay. 2024. That'll be interesting. I'm curious to see how the athletes feel about that. I mean, us as fans, it's great, right? We'll, we'll go anywhere, everywhere. You know, I wonder about that because... When you look at the European athletes, they're competing still right now, like leading, leading up to the games. Like, yeah. ain't no big thing. We're just going to keep making money where we can. True. And then it's the States, 
like I I think you're like Madeiras's and you're um, Amanda Barnhart's and all that like your perennial top ten. They're probably not going to do it, but you mm-hmm. have all those like twenty through forty that need to make some cash, right? And get their right. get some exposure and get their name out there. And or it's an opportunity for a lot of those those bubble athletes to to train for something. Right. In the you know in the time between semifinals and the games. This whole load management business. Just get out there and do stuff. <laughs> right. Stop complaining. <laughs> Just work out. Speaking it's of workouts, really, Charlie. So much time. Before we get to the workouts, Lex is if Lex is still in the chat and Carolyn's in there too, like they would they're a elite athlete would you compete two months after the games we'll just throw it out to them while we talk about our workouts yeah i think it depends on how much money's at stake because people do it for rogue you know eight weeks out or whatever or 12 weeks out yeah so did you guys work out today i did i did charlie what'd you do we had a 15 minute tabata echo bike 30 on 30 off. It was disgusting. Yeah. That's gross. And really showed how bad cardio is. (laughs) How are some, how's your hip doing? Hip is good. It's not very strong at this point. We went to a uh, PT that Scott also goes to or has gone to. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I think she tried to kill me. So Okay. Um, she really exposed some weaknesses, which now that they're not exposed, coming for you, Corey, still. <laughs> they will be stronger. Not really sure how I have five kids, but because my hips and glutes just don't work. So, <laughs> I, uh, Charlie and I were talking yesterday after our new show, and uh, we were talking about how that going to that PT person, it is a full hour you are moving or being treated every minute of that hour. And at the end of it, it is worse than a workout. Mm. It was sweating. It was a, she, so she did dry needling. Oh, nice. Like a tens unit on the dry needles. Yep. So then it was a, I was like, well, I don't know what's happening. Was that yesterday? Yes. Okay. And I homework and I don't like homework. Has it been 24 hours yet? Yes, just now. Did it feel like um, someone put a sledgehammer to your body after the like the first twenty four hours for me is so bad after dry needling? Then it's really good. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That whole side was just like, what are we? What's happening here? Yeah. What? Oh no. What have I done? Good. Well, no, I hope it works for you because I've I've had great success with dry needling. I really like it. So did you do? You did today's cat ibex. Um. I think so. Yeah, we did. um, What did we do? Double unders and hand cleans. Yep. For six rounds. And then um, we did the rowing wall ball box jump thing. Um, My shoulders kind of jacked up. It's been jacked up for a while now. And um, 10 pound wall balls hurt my shoulder. Throwing it and catching it. Yeah, for me, um, the wall ball has been the hardest thing for me to come back from my back stuff oh really that's the one movement that like i just cannot get to back where i was stringing a bunch together and so i did uh i did medicine ball thrusters 
Oh, okay. Um, today, just because that's that's where I felt like I needed to be. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, sometimes I, throwing and catching, I get that jar in the in my back. Oh yeah, and I think that's what happens <laughs> in my shoulder. I get the jarring in my shoulder too when I'm trying to like stiffen up. And I was trying to like favor the one arm when I was pushing, or like really using my legs to get the you know get the wall ball up there. But even with the ten pounder, it was kind of irritated. But I don't know. Yeah. I think I started doing dips like a month and a half ago, maybe two months, two months ago and dips for some reason always jack my shoulders up. Like I must not be doing them correctly. Um, never fails. Anytime I try like ring dips, I, I get like the, the front part of my shoulder gets really messed up. And I had tennis elbow two months ago and got a cortisone injection and help that helped immediately. But I'm about to go back and get my shoulder done too, just so I can feel better because I want to do stuff uh, and I can't. Uh, Corey said, uh, be like Ricky Garrard and do one armed wall balls. Yeah. I'd need like the six pound wall ball to do that. Probably. <laughs> um, Carolyn, well, let's start with, she says a lot. So let's, uh, let's go with Lex. <laughs> uh, it's super close to rogue and burnout is real, but good for fringe athletes. Yeah. Carolyn follows up with, it depends on a few factors. I don't see as many games athletes participating there in September with rogue the next month. Um, Rogue is so selective, though. That's still only top top 15 and five qualifiers. Right. And that, that leaves another 20 games athletes that don't get that opportunity. Um, and then she says, I think most will just start working out in early September. They could maybe do team there. I more so think it's a better comp for semifinal athletes, teens, masters, et cetera. It also depends on money. And then I'm sure there will be some games athletes who will do it knowing not many will be there and try to win and get extra money. So, yeah. So, and I think we're all just waiting for more information on it. I want to uh, note that I heard from our fourth member of our squad here, and she actually worked out as well today. Of course she, of course she did. Um, and she did margaritas for time. We, no, she did the chipper we did yesterday. Which was three thousand meters on the echo bike, ten man makers, twenty thousand meters on the run, which she did on a treadmill, ten man makers, and then a thousand should be skiered, but she ran because she's at a a fabulous resort in Mexico, um, and then ten man makers. So this is what our Amy does on vacation. She works out. She's intense. That's why we love her. She keeps um, the rest of us uh, on track. Scott, for tomorrow, what's a renegade row? Remind me. So it's like a push up and then I I can't see tomorrow yet. Uh, Okay. Well, but you've done renegade (laughs) renegade rows before, right? Uh, Isn't it a push up and then like a row and a row when you're down in that plank position? I thought it was more like a pool with a band. Oh really? Okay, I'll have to. I'll ask on the, on the chat or on the, on the thing. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw. I haven't even said it on here. Have you seen the makeover our gym got because they have changed the name from CrossFit Polaris to Ibex Headquarters? Oh really? It yeah. looks nice in there. <laughs> so it is um, fresh coat of paint outside and inside. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they got rid of all of the branding of CrossFit Polaris, and now it's it says Ibex headquarters on the wall. Are well, they, they got um, the graffiti one still? Are they still yeah, affiliated, Scott? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and they still own the name CrossFit Polaris. And okay. so, like, okay. if someone makes the games, it will say CrossFit Polaris on their jersey. Got it. Um, okay. Cool. But just the branding and everything, just so it it goes along with the uh, the programming app and all the stuff like you're doing. All right. Bruce confirmed I was right about the renegade row. We shall see. I'm sure someone will tell me I'm wrong tomorrow. Yeah. I thought it was like the part of like the man maker, but their version of it's different. Mm-hmm. And I remember okay. there was confusion last time we did it and I had to clarify for you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was something else that I was not clear about, but he I'll probably it out. has a YouTube on it. Yeah. Patrick yeah. puts all that stuff on there. Does he? Are you are you yeah. still doing the bodybuilding? I am still doing it. No. Still on it. Day six, day nine, day. Well, I got I got nervous because I thought he was going to talk to me about it when I saw him. <laughs> so I've been I've been doing it. It's good good because we're doing other stuff because we follow mayhem so we're doing other stuff mm, okay. still able to get cleans and snatches and all that fun stuff in yeah i generally if you follow the ibex programming you're getting two days of bodybuilding mm-hmm. yeah you know as part of the programming um and that's what i love about it you get one like all out cardio day two bodybuilding days and like three classic crossfitish yeah you might once you see once you see friday's workout scott you may regret the medicine ball thrusters that you did today that's all i'm saying listen i tell you the so the pt girl we go to works out or worked out at polaris yesterday and did whatever Mm -hmm. the bar muscle up whatever deal was deadlifts i didn't go yesterday oh it was it was toes to bar deadlifts Bar muscle ups, burpee over bar, and yeah. clean and jerks. Yeah, and clean and jerks. She must bar muscle ups must have been like a an RX plus for toes to bar. Right. So she did that, mm-hmm. and then was done and was like, "All right, you ready?" I was like, "Are you gonna like relax here for a second? I can give you a minute." She's like, "No, I'm good." Oh, she's, she's legit. That's cool. She's yeah, a- she um she's competed at Legends the last three years, and. Uh, was just outside the top 30 for the, for her division in masters. Hmm. And I think she's 40 to 44 Mm. and she does not look that at all. No. (laughs) She tried to kill me. That's all I know. So Dubai's first event is going to be scaling the outside of that building for time, no net. I hope that's sarcastic. I'm sure it is. Um, it's, not good. it's not good for Velna. Can't really scale nets very well. No. Or, or Fraser. Good thing or Fraser. <laughs> um, so the only other thing I have CrossFit that I wanted to talk about real quick is We've talked a lot over different shows over the last week about the cuts. Mm-hmm. Dave was on his week in review, um, addressed that specifically. 
um, and stated that uh, it was his decision to go with the cuts. The pre, what they were doing before he came back was not as aggressive with the cuts, and it was his decision um, to be this way with the cuts this year, and he thinks that they are needed to allow them uh, to do more creative things uh, on the weekend. And, and he basically, he didn't defend them in any way. He just justified in his mind what it is that uh, the cuts represent and why they do them. But he did address them head on. Um, the one piece that I did like in that is that he said that he met with the PFAA um, and had this discussion with them directly. Um, so I think that's good that he is communicating with the PFAA um, which was something that there were people that were concerned about that when he took over. So just wanted to update everybody on that. If you have not checked out Dave's week in review, which if you are not, you should be doing every week if you're a CrossFit fan. Yeah. <clears throat> so it'd be, it'd be great if people could listen to that on audio. You know, they can. Some of them, not all, not, not, not many of the latest episodes they can't, but. Maybe he'll bring that back. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I'll end of May. End of May week in review was the last one that, that ended up on a podcast, up on a audio. And that <laughs> was that his decision? Uh, I don't know. That was before he got rehired. So maybe he just is busy. Okay. We'll see. Stay All right, tuned. Cool. Um, Corey did correct us. Uh, Vellner was just fine scaling the net. It was the coming down that was the issue. Well, if you go up, you got to come down. Um, I don't know who you're referencing by Jared, Nick. Could you please clarify? From Subway? <laughs> Uh, I don't think he has access to a computer for a very long <laughs> <Right>. time. <laughs> Not now. <clears throat> a very, very long time. Very, everly long time. Yeah. Oh, Jared. Gravio. I did not see that post. So, um, anything else going on, guys? Have any new movements leaked? Are we giving any credence to this, like the rope as a rope muscle ups and that kind of stuff? Nothing is leaked yet. No, no events have been announced. Um, I mean, we've talked on other shows about that. I do believe there are leaks. I mean, when mm -hmm. you bring all these people in to do testing, some people take the NDAs very seriously. Some do not. And so I do think some of the events leak and that's why you have people doing these crazy things. Like a lot of people are doing the rollover to support now too. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know if that's something people are anticipating um, as well. Yeah, I wonder. Um, but I'm I have excited. seen the rope muscle ups. I've seen the... Charlie, do you know what the rope muscle ups are? Charlie. Do I know what they are? Yeah. I've seen them before. Yeah. Oh, you have? Okay. The rope across here, like as the, no. as the rig. Yeah. 
crazy. Yeah, that seems crazy. Stubby bar cleans. I like a stubby bar. I thought I would until I tried one. Well, I, I'm, take, I'm thinking, I'm thinking axle bar. Mm. And stubby bar may not be axle bar. <clears throat> um, Carolyn says, I also think a lot of people are trying to think outside the box and predicting what can be there with Boz programming, lots of creativity. True. Um, Just watch the circus, see what they do. So Nick DM me the Jared Gray Beal post. It's really blurry, so I'm not going to try to pull it up. But basically says that leaders have to make tough decisions, that many times most people on the outside and even on the inside don't have enough context to understand why that was the best possible decision. I don't think Dave needed to make this video to justify his decision. I don't think he would have if this was two or three years ago. So it's awesome to see his level of transparency and openness um, because despite not needing to do it, it's still very helpful for the community to understand the why behind the tough decisions. So that was the post by Jared Graybeal. I still don't like the cuts. Um, as I've said in the past, I think the only justification is to fit um, to fit into a TV schedule. Right. Um, other than that, I Which think sucks. the cuts have been done through the other stages of the season. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I mean, it, I think the problem too, is that just there's no standardization at the games, right? And so athletes don't know, they don't, they don't have the opportunity to know what they're getting into before they start trying to qualify for it. You know, and I'm not saying that, you know, if an athlete knew there were cuts, maybe they wouldn't try as hard to make it to the games, but it's just like, it'd be nice to know what's going to happen when you get to that next stage. You know, maybe you don't know the events necessarily, but at least the structure, because it changes all every year. <coughs> Some predictability would just be nice, I think, for the athletes. I agree. Um, yeah, I just... I made a post on Barbell Spins post about that. My issue with all of this is that CrossFit does not define anything. <laughs> they just assume that this is, this is a direction that everybody wants to go in. They throw a bunch of spaghetti at the wall, see what sticks. Don't really research it to find out that it stick because it was good and it, and it had a lot of cheese on it or did it stick just because it, caught a bump on the wall, right? Like we don't know why it stuck, but we're going to, we're going to head in that direction regardless. And it, I think they just need to stop define what they want to be and then set up a season that makes sense. They've never done that. They're just shifting on the fly. Yep. And I think the biggest definition they have to come up with is what is going to help them grow? Is it featuring the athletes and their stories is it coming up with the coolest workout you can because you've cut down to 10 people is what is, what is the thing that is drawing people to, to watch or to come? 
And I don't think they've stopped to think about that. And the crickets are. Yeah, no, no, you're right. I was just, I was kind of digesting that. I think too, it'd be great to have. Well, spaghetti takes a while to digest. (laughs) I'd like, I'd like to see a full year of like all the people that are going to be involved to be involved for a whole year. Like this is a big event. It takes a lot of planning and we've, We've seen, you know, how Dave takes time to pull everything together. And if he was just brought in, you know, a little bit ago and Justin was there before, it's like there's too many, there's too many changes. Like, like one year of stability, personnel wise, location wise, structure wise, qualification wise would be great. Because I think they keep just making these little changes and it's really hard. It's kind of like you know, people that jump programs, right. They don't make progress. Like just, just be consistent for a little while and be patient and let it, let it simmer and see what happens. When people get so impatient, they, they change. And then it's like, you don't know what they're doing. Yeah. I think we're, we're heading in a direction where there's this thought at CrossFit that it's the event that draws the people. If you look at the documentary, the documentary is becoming more of an event focus than a people focus. Mm-hmm. When yeah. You and I, when you and I got into CrossFit and we drank the Kool-Aid out of a fire hose, it was because of the road to the games and the, the behind scenes and all the people we were learning about and why they were doing what they were doing. Right. And we've, we're getting away from all of that. Yeah. There, I mean, this documentary, I haven't finished it yet. I was watching part of it on an airplane last week. But it seems to just be like event to event to event. Here's this event. Here's that event. Here's the next event. Is that I would argue how it went? this one? Yeah, I would argue this one is half and half. Like they didn't even know what. Like it was a, and neither one of them were done well mm. because it didn't know what it wanted to be. Yeah. Right. Um, and so that's that's where I think we've gone wrong. It's not, it's about like the reason you watch American Ninja Warrior, and I use this example all the time, is not because they have to jump from X to Y. It's because their wife is suffering from cerebral palsy and you want them to finish so that the wife gets joy out of the guy making it across the obstacle. Right. Right. Yep. That's, that's why. Um, Corey said, this is one of the most disjointed games docs I've ever seen. <laughs> I would agree. And in all honesty, I truly believe they went into this thinking Tia was going to retire and it was going to be a retirement featuring Tia doc. And they get into it or they finish it. And she says, no, I'm not retiring. And now all of a sudden you've lost your ending. And now you're trying to piece it all together after the fact. But, yeah. but even that, like, my God, she's won six times. She's been featured in five other documentaries. Like, I've heard all the stories. I've heard all, like, you know what I mean? Like, can we move on to somebody else that I can learn about? Yeah. Yes, she deserves her respect. And yes, she is the only person to do this and is the greatest CrossFitter to ever live, male or female. But we know all the backstory of Tia at this point. Let's learn about some other people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Agreed. Rant, rant done. <laughs> End scene. 
So, yeah. Um, and Wad Zombie saying, I, I haven't made a decision whether I like the cuts. I don't think I'm qualified to. I want them to do the whole weekend, but I've heard some other opinions that make sense. And so, uh, and so what I would say to that is, if you want the sport to grow, you need to let people know more than the top five athletes or the top three athletes in the sport. Because really the only people featured in this last doc were Ricky, Roman, Tia. Justin? And Mal. And Mal. Mm -hmm. I would even say Justin got slighted in this one. Mm -hmm. um, so if people don't start learning about the other athletes, then they're not going to care when these people retire. So that's where I think we're, we're, we're headed for a, a slippery slope. And Bruce, I've, I've said several times on these shows, I do not blame Mariah for this. Yes. She was only given three weeks to prep for it. I get that. I do not blame her. I believe I blame CrossFit for the direction they gave her. Cause I think she was at the mercy of whatever they were telling her to do. Um, so yeah, there's that. Yeah. And so I guess we got into it. The cut ran again in the, in the documentary. <laughs> the documentary What's going and, on with, uh, with games prep for you? So, uh, yesterday was a very, very busy day for me. Mm -hmm. Um, emails went out to our team saying that they were eligible or qualified for media credentials except for one of them. Um, so that was scramble one. Mm -hmm. None of the credentials said that we had pit passes in the Coliseum. Coliseum. That was scramble two. Um, after some back and forth with CrossFit, we'd got two pit passes in the past. Those have been transferable where you can rotate in and out who has that access Mm -hmm. This year, they are not transferable. Okay. And they're limiting everybody and every media team. I don't think, um, I don't think I was in the pit at all last year. I think, yeah, but I think that was by choice because you and Amy had primo seats. Now, are they not giving seats either? So it, they are. only two of you. Go oh, you. Okay. So it's just two pit passes and then everyone else can sit in seats. Well, first come, first serve, just like every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, Those seats are good. Well, if you get what you and Amy had. Well, you just have to be, you know, on the ball. Yeah. On time. So, there's that. Um, we have expanded our team this year. We're taking seven. Nice. We have a team of seven this year. Uh, so, we're super excited about that. Um, I'm actually going to try to have them on throughout the next couple of weeks so you can meet the team members that you haven't already met. Um, cool. The team is Charlie, Amy, myself. Uh, regretfully, Kat has to sit out this year, and it's we're okay. going to miss her dearly. Um, Jamie is going to be our analyst. And then our photographer is uh, Rosie View Photography. Her, she has a real name that I'm 
that everybody knows her is Rosie View. So I'm trying to remember her. Rosie View Photography is our photographer. Um, Teddy Williams is our videographer. And Jake Gazan is our backup Yay. both. Very cool. Yes, I know her name is Jess. I was going to say Jess, but a lot of people don't know her as Jess. <laughs> so I was trying to remember her um, her stage name, whatever, Rosie yeah. View. So let's, let's just dispel all the rumors. I'm, I'm not going by choice. I wasn't fired <laughs> or anything like that. I'm still part of the group. Um, I just happen to be going on a vacation the following week of the games. And so going to the games for a week and then doing a family vacation for a week with a gym is pretty much impossible. And so I had to make a choice and I've been to the games a couple of times. I wanted to give other people an opportunity to do that. Um, and, you know, we'll see about next year what happens. I'm sure I'll be back because I do miss it. And I'm, you know, I'm sad that I'm not going, but it's all good. Yeah. And I'm, I'm super excited a team together because what Jake has offered is unprecedented coverage. Yeah, that's great. Right. Um, of, of athletes that we would never yeah, be able to get to. without, without frankly being married to one of them. Yeah. I think that I think Amy's going to miss me the most because the, we get affiliate um, affiliate access. But Jamie's an affiliate owner, right? Is she? Oh, she's not. Oh, Bill. Okay. Well, Amy Amy might have to be Catherine Shear for the weekend and just become the affiliate owner of CrossFit Clarity so she can get into all the cool stuff. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, Jamie is. They're one. They're one of those gyms that you can like level up. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what the name of it is. So they're not a CrossFit affiliate. Got it. Okay. Well, I'll have Amy get my stickers and my patches and whatnot while she's there. She can pretend to be me. <laughs> so uh, Amy's, hair. Amy's pretty good at doing her own hair. I don't think I did Amy's hair last year. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Sure. My, my hair doing skills are reserved for one person and one person <laughs> only. And that is one Miss Matilde Garness. Yes, Matilde. What does this mean? Apparently, uh, Roman and I would look really good married. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Explain yourself. I think when I said that Jake is getting us unprecedented, unprecedented access because he's married oh. to an athlete, that was Got a it. comment to. We could get access to Roman. Married to Roman. So we actually. Like we're really good friends with his interpreter. Yeah, she's great. She likes us a lot. So we do kind of get a little bit of information there from her, but she doesn't spill the beans too much. So, so yeah, so super excited about that team. Um, super excited. We got the one person that didn't get his email was Teddy. Teddy was freaking out yesterday. I was freaking out yesterday. Um, and here it was just, he waited like a day or two to send in his app. Ah. And so it got put in batch two. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and he was already approved. I just had, I, and I got confirmation from CrossFit yesterday. So that's good. Put him gonna in be fun. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, Roman and I snuggling on our floor bed. <laughs> 
I don't know where this has gone. Um, am I still give, am I get, this is staff meeting now. Um, am I giving you guys that reservation or am I canceling that hotel reservation? So I think we may need one of them. Okay. But not both of them. Okay. Um, I was going to talk to you about that after. Okay. That's cool. Um, so yeah. Awesome. But I think other than that, we're, we're all prepped. I'm trying to get the final interviews done for the semifinal documentary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, lining that up for, uh, cause I want to get that out before the games, like give you all something to watch, um, on your way to the games or as you're waiting for the games to start. Um, so, cause a lot of people will be taking off content creating a couple of days leading up to the game. So if we can have that ready and just, uh, and just release it the week of, uh, that would be good. And I assume that you guys are going to like powwow during the week and come on this channel, right? I mean, if I'm watching from home, getting that broadcaster perspective, I could still jump on and be part of the conversation, right? Yeah. And we actually probably need to have meetings about this. It may actually be better for you to run the show if you can. Yeah. Yeah, From uh, home. From home. Mm -hmm. And we, and us just jump on from different locales. Okay. Um, yeah, that'd be fun to, to do that. Yeah. Cause I still want to be a part of it, obviously. Yeah. So, cool. uh, yeah, but we'll talk about that, uh, and everything. So yeah, it should be fun. Uh, we're still going to try to, um, I actually wanted to reach out to Carolyn and see if she could help us out during that week. Also doing maybe some previews and stuff. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to do, Corey. We're actually going to like, if Kat can't do it from home, like I'll, that might be me in the media room and then have people all over campus. Yeah, I should, um, I should be able to pop on here and just, you know, drive if nothing else. If I, you know, if I haven't watched, if I, if I haven't been watching during the day, at least I can be behind the scenes and let you guys have a platform to talk about it. And if I have seen it, then I can weigh in as well. Yeah. Cause I think it'd be cool this year to like, do it live from the, if you could do it, like have one of us with a phone at the press conference. Yeah. And run yeah. Those live and yeah. <clears throat> things like that. So, well, last year we had to rely on Charlie to do that. So this year, if you're relying on me to do that, maybe we'll have better success. Yeah. Oh, and, and if yeah, Charlie and were here, else, I would still say that <laughs> to his face. Yeah, and there's something else I need to tell you right after we get off the air. Oh, sweet. Okay. So with that, we're going to let you all go. Yeah. We'll try to fill that space for you guys. Um, I know last year when Amy and I drove, we did some like IG live stuff, um, from the road on the way. We'll probably do that again this year just to like make the trip go faster. Um, or maybe we'll have cat lead us on a round table as we're driving Yeah, that'd be cool too. to the game, something like that. So we'll try to fill some space during that week, um, before the game start. So, just say it. We won't listen. Well, <laughs> I, most of the stuff I would have on the air, this next one um, is a little bit confidential that I do have to keep off the air. So, but we will share with you when we can. With that, we will catch everybody next time on the Clydesdale Media Roundtable. Bye. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, 
and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview. <laughs> 